Alright y'all, what is going on? This is your man El Jamal coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. Of course, this is a place where you can say what you want as long as you got them facts. We got a weekend edition uh, here today uh, strictly for your Saturday morning going into your Saturday afternoon. We're going to start off everything with a word on the street because, of course, we have some very important international news to attend to. Uh, of course, uh, recently, uh, at uh, what's the word you want to say? Animosity uh, is, is a word that you can use here. Animosity between the U.S. and Iran has hit a fever pitch with President Trump ordering an attack that will kill one of uh, Iran's top generals, Qasem Soleimani. The Pentagon will state that Trump carried out the attack as a decisive defensive action to protect U.S. personnel. That is what the Pentagon is saying in that direct quote. Their decisive defensive action to protect U.S. personnel. Of course, the U.S. has uh, accused Iran Iran uh, and Suleiman of targeting U.S. civilians, U.S. diplomats, uh, excuse me, U.S. Uh, diplomats and service members throughout Iraq and Iran and throughout the region as well. Uh, and they're accusing uh, the Iran government, the Iran military of doing this. There's no real, of course, you know, when it's, when it's, uh, there's no real evidence to say that. However, there was an attack uh, on December the 27th, which did leave an American contractor dead. I don't know who was behind that attack, but there's been multiple attacks in that region. The U.S. is saying that uh, pretty much since it's on Iranian Irani soil, uh, they are, you know, to call for that. They are responsible for that. Uh, so again, uh, well, with the recent attacks by the U.S., the the Iran uh, the Iran military. Is is expressing their wants for revenge. They want to attack. Uh, they are on the they are on the offensive now. So it's very in interesting to see what will happen at this point in time. Uh, you have a lot of people, you know, jumping on the bandwagon of a World War Three. Very concerned about that. I don't I don't see that just yet. I don't I don't see I haven't seen anybody maybe outside of Russia uh, that might have said a couple things related to protecting uh, Iran, but nothing outside of that um, or maybe telling the U.S. to back up off of other peoples. I've heard Russia say that, but nothing to the point where they're going to take up somebody else's side and create a world confrontation. I think a lot of people are taking that a little bit too far. Iran ain't going to do shit despite what they've threatened. I know what people are going to say that. Oh, that sounds, you know, bogus, Jamal. But believe me, we've been in there bombing since I've been born. What can they do to you? What, what is Iran going to do? Again, this is another power play by the U.S. government. Uh, they want control of Iran's oil. This has been the issue here for decades. That is what this is all about. They are. It's not so much trying to create a World War III or get into that. The U.S. wants to control Iran's oil. Uh, they do not. Uh, the Iran um, culturally all throughout Iran's history, they have never been the, the type to, to cowtail to what the U.S. and the U.N. has wanted like uh, Saudi Arabia. That's why Saudi Arabia gets all the love, they get all the passes, even though the Saudi Arabians committed the 9-11 attacks. 
you go tell me. Uh, but again, they get along. They 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 do all the business deals. Iran doesn't. They like to control their their uh, oil their oil uh, directly. They don't want no no outside interference, which I respect. That the U.S. and the and the European powers that have been there, they have always tried to manipulate that. Even Russia. So don't believe Russia uh, is is really gonna have their back. Or don't I wouldn't believe in that. It's all about trying to control the resources within that area. And the Iran uh, and Iran and Iraq. Uh, a lot of those countries and even Afghanistan to one point in time has not wanted wanted to give up control of their of their um, of their oil and uh, give give their fraction of their profits to a large fraction of their pro pro profits to European uh, investors or companies. That's their uh, their right to do that. That is their oil coming from their land. This is what this has always been about. This is you know. And am I worried about what Iran can do? No, not really. I just think it's going to be a, a route like it usually is for the U.S. government. Again, there might be some issues if somebody decides to step in, but I don't I don't I don't see that happening right. Now I don't see nobody revealing themselves and say, "Hey, back up off of them like that." It's all it's all a money grab. Uh, if Russia if Russia had a clear shot to get whatever resources Iran had, believe me, they'd be in there years ago. They matter of fact, they were already in that area in the seventies trying to do the same thing. So don't 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 believe that the the Russian hype. Don't believe all that. Um, it's all a game, and a lot of people want to be able to control what Iran has right now, and especially the U.S., uh, who's been in there since I've been born, 1990, 91. I was born in 91. They've been there at least since 1990 with the Gulf War. They've already been in there, slammed them, uh, bombarded them. I mean, come on. Iran does not have an official air force. It doesn't have an adequate navy. They're not hanging with us. So we can sit there and y'all can put out those goofy ass memes which y'all talking about how y'all gonna turn Islamic and all that bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all looking like softies. I'm sorry. Y'all look like little so snowflakes. I did not want to see that. Everybody named my mother. Oh, all the Arabs is connected. It's funny. They don't give a fuck about what's going on there. Trust me. Trust me. They're making too much money here to worry about all that dumb shit. Believe me, stop that dumb shit. I'm tired of y'all and y'all little memes. Every every time something happens, y'all put out these stupid memes that don't make no goddamn sense. That make, that proves that you don't know what's going on. But you want to put out these memes and be goofy and funny. Y'all go ahead. Look, U.S. wants the oil. We'll see how 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 uh, how far they get into it this time uh, with these guys. They've been trying to get these people's oil uh, since since the beginning since the beginning of time. Since the beginning, they all found that they had you know exorbitant quantities of oil, and that goes for all the Europeans. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're from the U.S. It doesn't matter about U.S. Americans or Russia. They all want it. So let's not play dumb here. We're just going to move on. And now as the story develops, I'll, uh, I'll update you. Let's move on to some college basketball. We're going to uh, try to move things rather quickly today uh, we're gonna go to the top 25 real quick this time we go through 11 through 15 at number 11 we have Baylor at 13 and one uh, sorry not Baylor but Butler uh, Butler has won four games in a row uh, they are currently uh, they have one game versus the top 25 which was a loss 52 to 53 at Baylor uh, their top score this year uh, guard uh, sorry his name is Kamar uh, Kamar uh, Baldwin uh, he's questionable in Saturday's game versus Creighton with an injury he was injured Tuesday night uh, at st. John's and the team was outscored 21 to 2 in a time that they did not have without him so he's a very uh, very important part of the offense that being uh, Kamar Baldwin uh, now they are also uh, that being Butler as a team they are fourth in total defense which is 53.9 points allowed a game and they are also they also have a 
defensive rating of uh, 84.1, which is good enough for ninth in the nation. Let's move on to number 12. We have Michigan. Michigan is 10 and 2. They are 0 and 2 on the road, including a loss 71 to 62 at unranked Illinois. Uh, they are 2 and 2 versus the top 25 with two wins. Uh, Coming, coming at Gonzaga, 82-74, and also a win versus Iowa, 103-91. The two losses are coming, uh, well, the first loss of the two came at number seven, Louisville, 58-43. And finally, they had a one they had a one-point loss at home to Oregon, 71-70. As a team, they have a field goal shooting percentage of 49.4, which is about average, uh, actually a little bit below average. And they have a team three-point percentage of 38.7. Uh, what I am going to say about that is I think that's truly why uh, they have a, well, I mean, I think that's, you know, led to some of their difficulties offensively, because um, in all reality, you have to be able to be, uh, you know, I don't want to beat down on Illinois, but a lot of the other better teams in their conference have beaten Illinois already. That just so, kind of shows you where Illinois is at. Again, it's not to really, sh you know, to dump on Illinois, really, uh, but Michigan was supposed to win that game. I think their shooting, uh, their shooting percentage, and their lack of shooting in general uh, from the three might come back to haunt them this year. I don't think they got it like that this year. They also got a big game coming up this weekend on Sunday versus number four. It's actually tomorrow against their rival, number 14, Michigan State. The, the, the Spartans are looking to pull off a minor upset, of course, because the Spartans are 14. Uh, at number 13, we have San Diego State here. They are 14 and 0. Uh, they, we have an undefeated team here, all the way down here uh, in the in the in the teens. Why is that the case? Well, let's get into it. They have a signature win, 83 uh, to 73 versus number 23 Iowa. Uh, but outside of that win against Iowa, that's about it. You got a lot of teams that's already played three or four top 25 teams already. They have a decent record. Uh, for San Diego State, they only have the one against, of course, Iowa, and it's likely that they might not play too many top 25 opponents within their conference. The Mountain West, uh, in terms of basketball, is not, you know, a powerhouse. So they're not. There's not likely that they're going to be playing a whole lot of top 25 or actually great tournament-bound teams, and that's reflective in their strength of schedule, which is ranked at an 81. They graded that at 2.34, and that's according to. Sorry, uh, sportsreference.com. Um, yeah, that's going to be the biggest thing for San Diego State. Uh, they do allow 56, point, uh, 56 points a game, which is pretty good defensively. Uh, but again, I think it's relative to who they've been playing. They haven't really been playing a whole you know the who's who of college basketball again you have Oregon uh they recently took a loss recently uh to an unranked Colorado team but they already have a top five victory a top 25 victory Michigan has a top 25 victory Butler uh it does not have one yet but it's likely to get one uh some of the other teams that we've already talked about uh above course number uh, of course above san diego have had top 25 games uh it's very likely uh that the iowa game might own, that might be their one and only top 25 game so unless they they run the table uh they're liable they're likely uh to drop at some point and probably in the season um if they go undefeated um let's say for instance they, they let's say for instance they do run the table let's let's try to play some devil's advocate here they could possibly uh move up i would say to at least nine maybe eight i don't see this team cracking the top five with that strength of schedule um 
However, they do lose a couple games at some point in time because of that lack of a strength of schedule. They are li likely to drop. Uh, and they were, let's say for, for instance, they finished the year with one or two losses. They they probably get a, um, especially if they're able to win that turn, they're able to win their conference tournament. Um, then I would see them going to the tournament, but I would see them probably finishing the year probably barely in the top 25, and that's if they lose a game or two, just because of that strength of schedule. They do not play with strength of schedule. Um, that's just, that's a serious, that's a that's a you know predominant factor and why a lot of teams are where they're at sometimes. Let's move on to number 14. We have Michigan State. Michigan State is 11 and three. They have won six in a row. Their last game was a 76 to 56 win uh, last night versus uh, Illinois. Of course, guard Cassius Winston. He has returned. Uh, he had a monster game for them last night. 21 points, six assists, and four rebounds. He's pretty much one of their leading scores. Definitely uh, somebody to add to the draft board if I'm not mistaken. Cassius Winston at the guard position, really versatile, passes the ball very well, can score inside and out, and um, he's just a jack of all trades at the point guard position. Uh, I would see him, I would not be surprised if he went somewhere within the first round. Of course, Michigan State at that big, big time, uh, at least one of the first big time games this weekend versus their rival, Michigan. And at number 15, we have Maryland. Uh, the Terrapins are 0-2 in a row with a loss of 48-52 coming at Seton Hall, another unranked team. They are running one against their conference uh, with a win against 50, uh, a win 59 to 58 versus Illinois, but they do have a loss 69 to 76 against Penn State, who I believe is also within the top 25 as well. I think a little bit further down in Maryland. Um, now they also have one of their bigger prospects of the past few years, uh, Center Cho Marial. He actually made his his first appearance December the 29th against Bryant. He would have 6 points and 14 rebounds. He's a 7-2 prospect coming out of South Sudan. He's faced a lot of injury concerns. I believe he might have even had to transfer, if I'm not mistaken, but he's finally getting his first college start. 7-2, 250 pounds, if I'm not mistaken, looking to be uh, a force within Maryland and, of course, get himself drafted. He was, of course, stated to be one of those one-and-done type of players. So now that he's healthy, we get a chance to see how he is. Let's move on to some scores from last night. There was only one big-time game last night. Uh, this was an upset, of course. Wisconsin was able to get it done against Ohio State. I believe Ohio State is currently number five in the nation. Wisconsin gets the win in this one, 61 to 57. Wisconsin is now nine and five on the year. Wisconsin, I'm sorry, Ohio State is 11 and three. Let's break down the stats in this one. For Wisconsin, they were led by Ford Nathan Rubers. He would have 17 total points and nine rebounds. And guard Kobe King would have 23 points. For Ohio State, they were led by uh, Ford Caleb Wesson, who had 22 points. He also had 13 and 13 rebounds and two assists. And guard Dwayne. Washington Jr. would have 18 total points and three rebounds. Let's move on. Uh, we're just going to talk some quick NFL news. We're going to get more into this as the, get, uh, as the day goes on. Of course, my next episode, I'll be going over the playoff scores. We do have some of that action underway today, if I'm not mistaken, for the AFC wildcard. Uh, but we will be back tomorrow to, to discuss all that. Uh, but for now, we just have a coaching update. Uh, one firing, one of uh, that's going to be, a, should be official pretty soon. And we have one official hiring that I wanted to go through real quick. Let's talk about the hiring real quick. 
quick. Uh, the Washington Redskins decide to go ahead and hire Ron Rivera to be the team's head coach. I'm not mad at this. Uh, Washington hasn't uh, won a playoff game. They've only, well, actually, yes, they have not won a playoff game since 2005. That's an issue. Uh, they also haven't had an, had an 11, 11 game uh, season, 11 win season since the year that I was born, 1991. We're getting to 29 years with that. That is crazy. Uh, again, the ineptitude that I, again, the ineptitude I've seen here. I've never seen a team. I've never seen a team go out like this. I've never seen a, since since Daniel Schneider has been there. And, uh, and this is why I always said, you know, you always got these nerds and these money men, these businessmen. They like to, you know, they like to run these these sports teams like a toy or something like a gift or something and they don't know what they're doing they don't know anything about sports and they get in there and they just put money around they throw money around and i'm i'm rich and famous and it's supposed i'm rich and all this i have all this wealth and it's supposed to mean something it doesn't not if you don't understand the game of football daniel snyder obviously does not understand the game of football he's obviously he's hired all these bullshit coaches he's hired all these bullshit coordinators and that's what you got you got a situation in which you finish again the year three and thirteen uh you know the year before that you, you lose a quarterback that could have could have given you something uh that being alex smith he could have you know did something that year y'all was in the running uh but you didn't have an offensive line for him and then the best offensive line you had the offensive lineman you had you did him dirty you know you pretty much let him play uh with some type of um What's the tumor? You let him play with a tumor. You let Trent Williams play with a tumor. And then you wanted to not let him get, you know, the proper surgery. And you had you put him through the ringer like that. This this uh organization has very uh has some very serious issues. And I don't think it's gonna be solved by the coach, uh, by hiring a different coach. Uh don't get me wrong, I love Ron Rivera's success. Um he's been to a Super Bowl, he's won a NFC championship. Uh, he's won some playoff games. Uh, he's made, well, he made Cam Newton uh, a a respectable franchise quarterback. Uh, with that being said, uh, this 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 program here, this franchise here, is just poorly ran, and and their problems are all the way at the top uh, with the owner. I'm gonna keep saying it. Uh, Daniel Schneider is the worst owner I've ever seen in any type of sport. He just cannot run. I I'm sorry. I I, I mean, if you look at if you look at look at the franchise in sports that you would not always, you know, give props to, or, or not the best franchises. Um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll look at a couple, a couple of them that I might like. Look at uh, the Oakland A's. They're able to make it to the playoffs every now and again. They have bad years. They have years where, you know, look at them, look at their situation now. The city really wants them. But they'll, you know, get their act together. They'll go to the playoffs two, three years in a row. They'll win their division every now and again. The Raiders, they'll make a playoff appearance. Um, you can look at teams all throughout the board that are just not that great. Um, look at Oregon; uh, they had uh, some 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 bad years. Uh, you look at um, the football the football program; they've had some bad years. Now look at them; they've won a a Rose Bowl. And I'm taking I'm taking teams that I know, for example, because it's easy to come up with those those examples. So forgive me if I'm not using you know if I'm if I'm using all my teams that I like, but I know what's happened with them. And in comparison to what the, the, the Redskins have been doing, it just looks like norm, one mistake after one mistake after another mistake. And again, when you haven't won a playoff game since 2005, that says something. That's a very long time ago. Um, you haven't had 11 wins since 1991. That's indicative of, I don't think, the players. Uh, it, you can try to make it about a coach situation. But again, um, 
if you haven't done this since 1991, obviously you're not hiring the white people. You're not putting the right people in place to run that team effectively. And I, and, and bottom line is Dan Schneider can have all the money in the, in the world. He's an idiot. I'm going to say I, I there's nothing. I'm sorry. He's like Donald Trump in terms of, I mean, I, I bet you if Donald Trump had a pro football team, it would be run the same way. I'm sorry. I, I do not see it. Uh, I, I see a very incapable uh, owner who does not understand the game of football, who just figures he has money and he can just throw money around. And I think that's what he thinks he has here. And it, it doesn't work and it hasn't worked. And um, good luck to Do good luck to Ron Rivera. He's going to need it. He's definitely going to need it. Uh, moving on, let's talk about the firing. Uh, of course, Jason Garrett, in my opinion, uh, it's it should have been done years ago. I would have said at least after last season, the season before, the season even before that. Jason Garrett, in my opinion, y'all can say what you want. Uh, he has been a disappointment. Um, again, Jerry has decided to move on from Jason Garrett and not renew that contract. Uh, Garrett led the Cowboys to an 8-8 record uh, with no playoff board for the fourth time in his ninth season. He has an overall record of 85-67, and 67, which is actually second to Tom Landry in wins, but only two playoff games, you know, two playoff wins to his name, and he hasn't made it past the first round. You know, that's disappointing. Uh, again, that that's you know, again, I mean, I've seen plenty of coaches that have had decent records but lit, got let go because they couldn't beat the rival enough times. So, uh, you know, I, I think this makes sense. He's been there for a very long, nine years, and he hasn't taken them to at least a Super Bowl appearance. So, obviously, something is missing. He hasn't get, he hasn't gotten them to a ch conference championship. He hasn't won a conference championship. So, obviously, there's something missing, and they've had the talent. They've had one of the best um, offensive line. They've, you know, the media is always trying to give him. Is always trying to tell tell us that they have the best defense every now and again. Uh, they they always trying to make a case for um, Dak Prescott being a pro baller. They always trying to make a case for uh, Ezekiel trying to you know being this beast of a running back. And those all might be true, but it has not equal to a playoff win. So. There you go. I'm glad Jason is gone. They should have been cut him though years ago. And um, good luck to the Cowboys. Good luck to the Cowboys for finding a replacement. Because I mean, I think it might be easier for them for the than it is for the Redskins. But um, but still, I, I ain't no telling what you're gonna get from Jerry Jones. You know, he's an authoritarian. He wants to be all up in the mix. You know, ah. Good luck to any head coach that goes there as well. I'm just saying. I mean, you're gonna deal if you go to Washington, you're gonna deal with some ineptitude with people that don't know what to do at all. But if you go to Dallas, you're gonna deal with somebody who thinks he knows everything. So good luck either way. All right, y'all. I'm gonna call the wrap for today. Uh, my next episode, I will be coming out tomorrow night. With that, maybe tomorrow afternoon. Uh, but we'll be going over some more ball games for college football. Uh, of course, we have to do some more rankings. We'll be finishing up the rankings tomorrow as well. I'll go through the last ten uh, teams there. We went through eleven to fifteen today. Yeah. So tomorrow we go to fifteen to twenty-five. Oh, sorry, sixteen to twenty-five. Um, Let's see. We got some NFL to go, NFL action to go over as well. Of course, we have the wild card games that we'll be going over, and then uh, some NFL. I'm sorry, some NBA action as well. And I'll also update you guys on the on the standings there as well for the end of the week. All right, y'all. I'm gonna call it a wrap for now. Uh, this was your man L. Jamal signing out for today. I'll talk to y'all later.